Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about getting those electronics unstickified? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. Oh, how are you? Scared. <laughs> you're, you're, you're what? I'm scared. Why? Well, I mean, by the time this publishes, it's probably going to be nothing. I fucking hope it's going to be nothing. But there's a winter storm on the way. And yeah, as of right now, we don't know how big it's going to be. So uh, I'm nervous. Okay. So, like, are you really scared? I'm just. Or are you just like, <laughs> I'm going to be prepared? See, like my power didn't go out last year, so I don't know what to expect. I'm hoping and fucking praying to whatever will listen that I don't lose power again this year and knock on all the wood. I didn't lose power, but I've lost a lot of power recently. Yeah, you have. nothing going on. Yeah. So fucking, you know, a snow sneeze is going to kill me, you know? I, I mean, I, I don't know, so... Yeah, I'm, but yeah, I mean, this is supposed to last three days, where it was two weeks last time. Yeah, so I mean, it's so, it's gonna be like less intense, hopefully. But you never, you yeah. never know. We don't know how much is gonna rain or snow, so I guess, yeah. I guess we'll see. Oh my god! Now I'm just thinking about having to get Bulbasaur outside. He's gonna oh, have like man. Fl- he's gonna have like flashbacks because we had just brought him home. Oh, and then the freeze happened, so he was like. I mean, he was five months old when we bought him. Yeah. But, like, he had lived in our house for, like, a week, and then it was just snow, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he's going to get some wild flashbacks and be like, oh, this again? Hate it here. <laughs> but he's bigger now. Maybe he'll be able to handle it. Hopefully. Have you guys, like, bought stuff to prepare? So we did because we we weren't really sure. Kind of like you, we didn't lose it last time, so it's like... Do we need to be that worried? Yeah. But then I was like, well, just because of how we've lost it so much lately, I was like, maybe we should. So we went ahead and got uh, some toilet paper. Yep. We need to get some water still. Because mm. we actually did go on a, a a boil thing last time. Oh, really? Yeah. They were like, if you live in this radius, boil your water. Okay. Shit. So we actually did that last time, but having power, we could just boil water. Yeah. If we do this power, we can't boil it this time, so might as well just try to buy some. Yeah. Yeah. But Taylor got all kinds of food. I guess she was at Costco, and they were letting you, like, sample some stuff. Okay. And they got her to sample some kind of, like, balsamic something. It's not balsamic vinaigrette, but it was some type of sauce. And they were like, try it on chicken. 
So she bought tons of canned chicken and oh bottles God. of that stuff. So we might be living on balsamic <laughs> chicken. Okay. If we have no power. Sounds good. I mean, I still haven't tried it, so I may not like it. <laughs> good luck. But she did. Yeah. Oh, and then we got uh, lanterns. Oh, Just in nice. case. Because we have tons of flashlights. But a really powerful, tiny flashlight gets hot in about... 15 minutes time yeah so uh, i didn't want the flashlights because i mean they're good for in a pinch yeah but taylor got these lanterns that run on 4d batteries a piece holy shit and they are a thousand lumens whoa or 250 or 65 there's three settings right okay on the thousand lumens which is sun on earth blinding yeah that's that's okay right They'll last for 12 hours. Okay. On the 251, they'll last 60 hours. Nice. And on the 65 watt, which we turned just the 65 watt on in the dark, it was plenty enough, that'll run like 250 hours. Okay, so you're prepared. So we have light, at least. <laughs> yeah. And we bought uh, chargeable battery packs for phones and then, I mean, switches, because, you know, got to have some fun. Got to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping it goes over smoothly. I hope I don't lose all my fucking plants again because I still haven't replanted oh, no. half of what died last year. So so you think you're even going to try to stock up at all? Uh, I made a Walmart order, which is going to be delivered tomorrow morning before all hell breaks loose because we're okay. supposed to start getting snow like in the late afternoon to evening time. So, so actually they bumped it. It's happening sooner now. Fuck. <laughs> so again, if you're listening to this now, this has already happened. Yeah. But for us, this is imminent. It's impending. It's nigh. And it's scary. <laughs> so it's supposed to start at like noon tomorrow. God damn it. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's happening. Okay. Oh, and then I'm already covered. I got those fucking comfies. I got my Spider-Man comfy. <laughs> I'll be warm as fuck. Yeah. You know, so. We're going to have to bust out all the blankies. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Everyone's going to be okay. I yep. mean. I honestly think it's going to be fine. I do. I just, you know, it doesn't hurt to be, like, a little prepared. I ain't doomsday and, you know. Yeah. But you can be, like, a little ready. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. Um, but it is Groundhog Day tomorrow, so I, I mean. Oh, shit. If it's snowing, he's not probably going to see his shadow. Yeah. My old boss, that's her favorite holiday of the year. Why? <laughs> she loves Punxsutawney Phil. It's her favorite thing on this planet, man. I mean, he is a good like, little dude. Like, over Christmas, like, most people, it's like Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's are up there. Hers is, hands down, Groundhog Day. <laughs> okay. Loves Groundhog Day. Man, I uh, I saw, I only remember that it was Groundhog Day because of Twitter, and, and I saw it was trending, and I was like, oh, cool. And I clicked on it because I like pictures of groundhogs, and okay. why are... Robert, tell me why people just need to force politics into every single thing that they do. Oh, this went different than I thought. I thought yeah. you would go, why is there sexy groundhogs everywhere? Oh, God, I can't wait for First Seat Friday. I'm sure we're going to see something good. <laughs> <laughs> because that's... That is that is us as a country these days. It's disgusting. Like, like people... we talked with the fucking Punisher logo. It's a comic book logo. Yeah. And we turned it into 
a political agenda. So what are they doing with what are they doing with Phil? Um, what are they doing? There's a couple of people that are just like, do you think the groundhog is going to be like, there's only six more weeks of the Biden administration? Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. Do you think they're going to put a mask on the groundhog because the libs can't get enough of those masks? Oh, oh, oh. What is this world that we live in? I can live for this Kelsey <laughs> Republican laugh all day long, man. Oh, groundhog's so fat. I love his little face. Um, yeah, I don't know why, like, <laughs> everyone has just shit on poor punk's Tony Phil. Like, he just, he's just a little groundhog. He just comes out of that hole and everyone Dude, yells. he's living his life. He's living his life. He's a yeah. fucking groundhog. He doesn't understand any of the shit you're talking about. He just, just goes, ah, fuck, a black spot on the ground. Yeah. Looks like me. You know? And that's it. I just want the groundhog to have a good day. That's all I care about. So, where is that? That's in, like... Uh, Philadelphia. In Punxsutawney, Philadelphia, right? Yeah, so... Philadelphia's not a state. Hold on. (laughs) Pennsylvania. (laughs) Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, same thing. It's all the same. Um, I mean, what is one without the other for that place? (laughs) But, uh, do you think they're gonna get all snowy? I mean, we're the ones who are catching the winter storm, right? I mean, I think the winter storm is everywhere, because I got friends up in Ohio that are, uh, also in prep mode. Because I heard it was, like, a Midwest. Like, it's just blowing, like, right down the middle. Right down the ass crack of the U.S. <laughs> just, shh, right there. Yeah, I have no idea. I guess I'll uh, get up early and watch that. Well, I probably won't, because it'll probably have happened by the time I'm up. Probably. Because they do that at, like, what, four in the morning? I have no idea. Whatever Some dawn is. stupid early time, yeah. Groundhog dawn. Groundhog dawn. <laughs> <laughs> It is right down the ass crack of the United States, just straight up the center. Yeah. yeah. Well, Punxsutawney Phil, I wish you a good day. I don't know if I wish you to see the shadow or not. I don't really care. I don't want winter. I'm just done with it. Take it back. I just want you to be happy, Phil. Okay. <laughs> I just want you to have a fun time, Phil. Yeah. Sorry that all these people are going to throw masks and vaccines at you and whatever else. Do you anyway. think there's going to be people like... Because that's people talking about it. But do you think there's going to be people there who are going to be like, Hey, Phil, what do you think about the vaccine? Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm sure that someone is making it a point to go out of their way to go to the Groundhog Day celebration and fuck it up for everyone else. Let the Groundhog be, y'all. Let him live. Anyway. <laughs> do you want to... Speaking of things they should let be. Speaking of things they should let be. Uh, have you heard the word on Wordle? Is it Bird. <laughs> so oh that that's too short sorry it's too short only four letters uh no the latest news about everyone's favorite pandemic game is that the new york times just decided they wanted to buy wordle and so they did okay and like i wouldn't care but it <laughs> they said that they are going to keep it free initially to new and existing yeah. players <laughs> and i don't like that they put the word initially in there because um, like we're it's, guessing a fucking five-letter word. You want me to pay for you that? You want me to pay to do that, New York Times? I don't give a shit about your money. Do you know how many other places can come up with the same idea and I can still guess a word for free? There are already, like, 65 Wordle clone apps out there that I oh. had to, like, fucking... Dude, I told my family about Wordle. I had sent them the link to it, and I was like, here's a fun word game. 
And like, I've been sharing my scores with them and they're like, why don't we get the same word every day? And I'm like, you should be getting the same word. It's like this website that you go to. And they're like, no, we downloaded the app. And I'm like, no, that's not a thing. (laughs) And and as it turns out, my dad downloaded one app and my mom downloaded a different app. Oh my God, there's more. There's so many, dude. And uh, I'm sitting here playing OG Wordle, wondering why they're getting words that are not words that I'm getting. Okay, well, what was your word today? Oh, fuck. I don't even remember. I got it in four. I typically get it in four. So then what's the point of this game? You don't even remember it. You don't even have fun with it. I mean, I have fun. <laughs> You're like, I mean, I guess, but I'm immediately like, ah, done with that one. Yeah. It, it like goes in my head and it goes out like every movie I uh, watch. Uh, mine was Patio because I use the app. Oh, oh mine was those. I thought it would be easier to just have the app because I felt like it would, I don't know. I don't, it's just one thing to go to instead of like having to go type in a website. I just keep the website open. Like I have tabs open all the time. Well, I, well, you know, I'm. I'm never using it on a computer because I'm probably on my work computer during the day. Yeah, you have Chrome on your phone, right? Yeah, but... (laughs) But what? That's a separate thing because... Remember my whole Android 12 thing? Yeah. Where, like, I got updated? Okay, Google Chrome has gotten weird with my Android 12. Oh, no. I'm, like, stopping using Google Chrome on my phone and my tablet. That's obnoxious. Because it, like, pissed me off. So... I don't know. I'm not in, like, a web browser state of mind these days. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought the app would be easier because I would have assumed it was tied to it. But as we know, there's a billion of them. So... I wonder if you have the same app that I have because I've not been using the app. I downloaded it just to have more words for practice, you know. But then I found a website that's, like, an archive of all the previous Wordles. And I've been using those, so let me try Patio and see if this is the same app you've got. So yes, mine. Yeah, it's it says Word. That's like the icon for yeah. it. It doesn't even say fucking Wordle. <laughs> actually, mean, it's probably copyrighted now. So I don't know that it ever did. To be honest, like the yeah. app is called Wordle, but the logo just says Word. So yeah, that makes sense. I think it's like, there's a really cute story behind Wordle. It was just a guy who, his last name was Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E. And uh, he made the game for his wife who just likes word games. He's like a computer programmer. And he thought it would be something simple and easy to do. And now he's sold it for seven figures. So, (laughs) Fucking good for you, dude. Make that money. I think you should have asked for more, honestly. Like, it is a phenomenon right now. Why wouldn't you ask for at least 10 million? Get that right. seven fig. So, just because this got brought up again today from a thing I saw earlier, unrelated to anything we're talking about, but I'm going to ask your opinion. Okay. I saw a TikTok the other day. There's <laughs> your catchphrase. You no, know, famous ca- catchphrase for me. <laughs> I saw one. It was a uh, recruiting agent or like a hiring person at Mercedes. Okay. okay? And she was... I don't know what site this was on. I don't know if it was LinkedIn or Facebook or what, but essentially she was posting and she had said, I just hired somebody at $85,000 because that's what they asked for. Jeez. Little did they know our budget is 130, but (laughs) I don't have the, the, um, I don't have the mental bandwidth to educate somebody on how to negotiate for salary. So sucks to suck. Oh my God. But, like, took to social media to post, ha-ha, 
you didn't ask for enough when I could have paid you more, you dumb fuck. It's kind of how I take it, right? Yeah. So tons of other, like, hiring managers and companies have, like, risen up to find that person to say, hey, you can ask for a 45000 bump, like, tomorrow. Jesus. Because it's in the budget, it's put online. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Because you kind of reminded me of it, because, like, he should have asked for more. And it just made me think of that. Isn't that, isn't that a little wild? That's frustrating, because, like, when I got hired at my current job, I asked for more twice. Like, I went back to them, and I was like, can you do better? Yeah. And they were like, this is going to be the final offer, so you should take it or walk. Yeah. And it still wasn't what I wanted, but I ended up taking it because I was out of a job. But That um, is what I did both times. Like, I asked for more, <laughs> and it was like are you really going to push my buttons? And I was like, I'm fucking sorry, dude. Yeah. Like that was the first time I'd ever pushed for more in, in, you know, finding a job. Yeah. But man, I, I think salary sucks <laughs> and the lack of transparency in the United States yeah. as far as salary goes sucks. I don't know if it's the same in other countries or not, but like here it's just like, what are you supposed to make as a data analyst? 50,000, 75,000. Nobody really knows. 80,000? I don't I don't know. Nobody knows. It's not a figure that's out there. It's different between every single company. Yeah. We we can ask these things, but people I mean, we're like I don't know if we've discussed this. I think I've talked about this with Taylor though, but like we are groomed as as America. So like if you are not from this country, like understand this is how it is here. Like they basically tell us do not talk money to people. Yeah, like, don't talk to your peers about what your salary is. Don't talk don't to talk about to what your you're boss getting. about it. Yeah, don't talk to anybody. Your money is secret. It's a little yeah. number that you get to look at on your paycheck, and that's it. Like, even when they're doing job negotiations, often if they're in person, they'll write down the salary and, like, pass it to you on paper. They don't say it out loud. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's super weird. So, I saw this, and I just, if you're out there looking for a job, I saw this from another hiring manager who was responding to that video and was pissed off about it. So here's how you should do it, I guess. Okay, let the people know. So supposedly, she says what you should do is, because, you know, that that Mercedes lady had 130000 in her budget. So that was her range to play with, right? Yeah. They said, when they ask, what do you want to get paid? Say, let's not do that part yet. Let's uh, get further in the process, see what, you know, what I'm going to be doing and all that stuff and get further down the line. But they made it sound like you're really fighting for this job and that you're getting down to like the last two or three candidates and stuff. Yeah. But so don't discuss it first. And then when you get close to the end, then be like, what's the range of this job? Hmm. And then make them give you the range so that you can ask within the range. Okay. Because I will say this though. When I moved over to this position, the uh, the one that I just took, a friend of mine was applying for one at the same time. Okay. Hers listed a range and mine did not. Huh. Hers had a range, so I was like, fucking go up high in that range. And she did and got money. Good. And it was great, you know? Yeah. But, like, there wasn't one for me, so I didn't know. So I did ask, and they were like, uh, you're going to keep the same amount. You're lateral, bro. Man. <laughs> Don't make me fucking karate chop you ridiculous lateral move i hate that phrase i hate it yeah. so much it's never a lateral move it's never a lateral move <laughs> yeah i think it just depends sometimes you get that range and sometimes you can ask for it but i feel like okay i'm gonna look at my microphone and just i'm looking into your eyes kelsey 
Robert. I, I am looking at you. I'm looking at my microphone, too. I do eye you contact. not think you would feel uncomfortable saying, what's the range you can pay me, and thinking they would actually answer your question? Yeah, they're not going to... They're they're going to lie to you. Like they're going to, yeah. they're going to shave that range. They're going to tell you like, we can afford like 50 to 60 and no, oh they my can God. afford 80 to a hundred. There is no way they're going to be upfront with that question. No. So like, I appreciate this lady saying that's kind of how you should go about it. Maybe. Cause maybe you can, but money is just not good in corporations here in the U S like, yeah, they don't want to pay it to you. They don't want to let you know they have it. It's just not going to happen. And then you get people who are, willing and happy enough to go out and brag that they paid you less when they could have paid you more yeah that's capitalism. and then blame you for it <laughs> don't you, you love know what i mean here. i'll see if i can find that tiktok it, it it was ridiculous and i just got reminded of it today talking about it with taylor at lunch and then you said something about he should have asked for more and it stirred that fire in me again because it's yeah it's it's a stupid thing it's just you dumb. know we do have, like, I've looked at our stats for our podcast. We do have some international listeners. So if you're a person who is living outside the United States, working outside the United States, I'm curious how your system of salary works. Like, write in and let yeah. us know, ymbtoap at gmail.com. I want to know what your salary negotiations are like, if that's even a thing. I'm just curious. Or is curious. it just like, you ask and they go, all right. Or is it they just, they tell you, you're making this much and you go, okay. I just, for some reason, would imagine in other countries when somebody asks for it, it's kind of just what they need. Yeah. And not like us, where we'd be like, I need a billion dollars. Yeah. Because we go for excess. And everybody else just kind of gets what they what they really need, you know? I don't know. But yeah, please let us know. Live in. Let us know. It's, yeah. Can I, can I crack this real quick? Yeah. Feel free to crack it all by yourself, because I am... Um, my my brain isn't working quite with my body today. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I brought my drink in here to crack open, and I sat down, and I popped that top, and I was like, oh, that sounded good, and I we hadn't even started. You hadn't even logged on yet. I was just all by myself in here cracking it open. That's all right. Uh, I, will, uh, will, I, I will will the sound of your crack into existence. Okay. With, with mine. Okay. Beautiful. I believe I heard it. I'm not sure. I've been watching a new TV show. Okay. Have you heard of the League of Legends show Arcane on Netflix? Yes. Because God, I hope it's League of Legends. when it Am I came out. Right? Yeah. League of okay. Legends. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, when it came out, that's all my TikTok was. And I was like, I don't care about this at all. And I moved, moved, moved on. Yeah. So, like, I don't really know anything about League of Legends. I think I played it once. Exactly once. And I was like, that's enough of that. And, um... Okay. I don't know anything about it, like, lore-wise, either. I just need you to look at the art for this show and the way it oh, is animated. I've seen some stuff. It's fucking beautiful. It slaps. I, I cannot, like, every single episode I watch of this show, I'm just like, God, this is gorgeous. And I don't... I don't know why we don't have more shows like this. It's so pretty. Like, every single scene is art. Every single motion that they capture. It's its like this weird blend of almost it, oil pastels, kind it of. It looks and like straight digital artwork. Is this it right here? Kind of like this? Let me navigate. Yes. So, the, I just need to... Have you seen it in motion at all? I think, like, when it first came out and people were putting some clips on tiktok but not not recently 
Okay, let me see if I can find just a scene for you to look at because it it's just the way they move is so cool to me and everything yeah. is so pretty. Like they animate explosions in this really cool, unique way and So ugh. are you more into the style over the content? No, the or content is the content pretty good. The content is also very good. I don't care about these characters because I don't know who they are, but like yeah. by the third episode, do you mind if I spoil pieces of the show for you? I'm not going to watch the show. Okay. So spoilers here for League of Legends episode three. Okay. Um, so in the first three episodes, you're like following this band of children and they're just kind of like these scrappy bandits, you know, they steal for their employer who's like a, a guy who works at a bar and he's okay. kind of their father figure. And there's one girl who, in the group who's really young and she kind of fucks things up unintentionally quite a lot. And um, they they have like a mishap and she ends up, you know, causing some problem. And they're like, you can't come on this big mission with us. And so they all go on this big mission without her. And she shows up like <laughs> the the whole three episodes i'm thinking i don't i don't know shit about this universe but those three episodes i'm thinking like these are the characters that i'm going to know and love and follow for the rest of this tv show okay. and you get to this like incredible fight scene and the, everyone's backs are against the wall it looks like shit's going to go wrong and like everything's going to die and the 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 young girl whose name is powder she they call her a jinx because she fucks things up all the time. So she shows up with like this brand new bomb that she made. And <clears throat> she's like, there just in time to save the day because the big bad is about to literally crush everybody. And she throws this bomb in there and it is way bigger than she intended to make it. Okay. <laughs> so it explodes like the entire building that everybody's in and it comes crashing down and you see everyone inside die horribly and violently including okay. all the other children and i'm like oh my god <laughs> so like all the characters that i had like started to love just suddenly die in this extremely terrible way and i'm like what is what what is this show and well, then like now you made me want to watch it because it has actual oh. stakes that's like the thing that i like yeah it is the thing you like and then the next episode is like a time jump of 10 years and you get to see them in the future and stuff and it's just yeah it's so fucking cool. Like, okay, here's a compilation of fight scenes of just I'm jinx. watching, like, the trailer for it while you were talking about all that. Yeah. It looks, like, almost uh, motion capture or rotoscoped in a way. Like, it is very, very fluid. Yeah. Like, the way some of the facial animations are. And then, like, so, like, this girl was just wearing gloves. And those were, like, cartoony as fuck compared to, like, the body. Yeah. So... It's yeah, so it's, dynamic and so pretty and just extremely unique. Yeah, it's got a lot going on. Yeah. If you fast forward to go to one minute, because I want you to see this one that I just watched. I love the way they play with like time and slowing and speeding in this show. Yeah. And things they do with light and just the way things operate. It's, it's really unique. There's nothing out there like it that I've seen. And it's just so much fun to watch. When I was watching that trailer, do you know what it actually made me think of? What? The Ninja Turtle show from 2012. Really? Yeah. That show was amazing. Like, I I wish you would watch a little bit of that show. It was pretty good. Because it kind of, it kind of tried to blend 
cartoon stuff like that with a little bit of like anime stuff in it where like overlays will happen on them that like aren't really there it's just like a cartoon additive you know yeah and this show seems to do that kind of stuff too where it plays with just things in the world that probably aren't really there but it gives you the sense of what is happening yeah you know what i mean it's so cool like that first trailer that i watched just now i was sitting here going this looks like the ninja turtle show and then it's got different types of like art styles in it yeah it looks like all fire is just like like hand-drawn yeah whereas everything else is like computer it's all so very it, it, it blends it digital and manual media in such a way that is very yeah. cool no this is like this is like a stylistic powerhouse right here yeah it's fucking gorgeous Fl- like it is fluid yeah and i love nice because i mean not to get in too deep of spoilers for our uh you know Clone Wars Rebels Patreon review that we did. Shameless plug. <laughs> but I I really liked the Rebels art style because it was so fluid. Yeah. It was a very smooth animation. But it wasn't as detailed as Clone Wars was, which did look better. And this is like a good combination of both. Yeah. It's very detailed, but it is super fluid. It's good like, shit. It is fluid. And that's that's the shit I like. Yeah. I really want you to watch it just just for, like, the animation stuff. Because I know you appreciate good animation. I do. And I am, like, living for this video that you gave me now. <laughs> because I I can't get over every... Expl- okay, so the thing that you were like, it's so unique. It's because yeah. every bit of smoke and every bit of fire is hand-drawn. Yeah. They are all hand-drawn versus the 3D of everything else. Every, every bullet... Is also hand drawn. They really play with like, so it's like texture every projectile. and depth. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, this main girl, cosplayers went you know, crazy because I mean she's been a big part of League of Legends for a while. Uh huh. But then like she got this show, so all the cosplayers went super hard on TikTok for a while there. I need to look up some Jinx cosplay because, man. Oh, dude, my TikTok was nothing but Jinx cosplay for a good two weeks. And I was like, I don't know what that show is. I don't care. <laughs> She's very, like, Harley Quinn in her nature. Yeah. So I can see, like, there's a there's a lot of, you know, the newer Harley Quinn, like the, what's her face the, with the teeth? Um, Margot Robbie, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the teeth. She has, she has you know, big white teeth. Okay. <laughs> She's got a big you know. mouth. You know, the one with the teeth. <laughs> the one with the teeth. I get, like, Margot Robbie vibes from uh, some of these cosplayers, so... Yeah. I think I might watch it for the art, because yeah. I didn't know that it was doing, like, all this kind of shit. I just thought it was kind of just, like, some standard show to just tie into the game, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And then I gave it a chance, and I was like, oh, actually... <laughs> did you just watch it out of nowhere, or did somebody be like, you should you should look at that. Yeah. I just decided to watch it because I saw, you know, people online were talking about it. They're like, it's so good. And I'm like, what is it though? So I would like to know if it is motion captured in some way. Yeah. I would be curious. Some of these movements are just, they're a little too much. Like they, to me could only happen motion captured. Yeah. Dude. That's why I like animation more. Cause you can, you can't have that kind of stuff with live action. You can't have, like, Indiana Jones running around as a person, but then, like, 
cartoon explosions, then it would be weird, you know? <laughs> but in a cartoon, you can, like, you can really play with different styles and get something fully unique. Yeah. You know? That's one of the main reasons I I really tried out uh, The Adventures of Gumball. Oh, really? It's because every single character is a different art style. Yeah. It's not even places. It's every single character is a different art style. Yeah, And I was so like, weird. how do you get that to exist in one place? And it does. And it's great. And I also like that about Spider-Verse. You know? Yeah. I like that shit. So you're speaking my language here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I knew you would like that. Um, can I talk about something that you won't like? <laughs> Ooh, hang on. Guess what? What? Uh, Netflix's Arcane masterpiece of animation. Ah. Uh, they do not do mocap. They keyframed every single bit of animation. What does keyframe mean? Keyframing is there's a person at a computer literally moving every single thing that happens frame by frame to make it look that fluid. Whoa. So every game that you play that's motion capture, so most... Like, let's say Uncharted, because that was, like, the one that really started that. Yeah. The body is motion captured, but the face is keyframe. So they just put the skin on the body and let the motion capture do that. But somebody sits there and animates the tiniest, like, raised eyebrow, lip flick, anything. And they, like, handcraft animate the face. Okay. So that's what they did for this whole show. That's painstaking. (laughs) It's fucking wild. That hurts my soul to think about that. That's amazing. Uh, but also, what is the thing I won't like? Oh, yeah. I thought I wouldn't like this, so. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Joe Oregon? I wish I just remembered him as the Fear Factor guy, but now yeah. he's so much more. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Everything I've learned about him has been against my will, and this isn't <laughs> as much about Joe Rogan, as, I guess, as it is about Spotify. So we talked briefly, I think, last show about how... Um, Joe Rogan was just kind of spreading some vaccine misinformation casually on his podcast. And Neil Young was like, yeah, I don't want my music on the same uh, platform. as I'm this not bullshit. having that. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of other artists have also pulled out. I don't have any of their names handy. I just know that some people are following in his footsteps, which is okay. cool. Um, and then Spotify came out with a little statement and they said that they are going to add content advisories to podcasts about COVID-19, which... Hey makes me wonder like do they mean <laughs> what do you mean you're, you're gonna say this one may or may not have correct information yeah like or just... this this discusses covid that's up to you what you think <laughs> yeah it's like the fucking instagram thing like every single time somebody posts something that might be about covid there's a little banner on every single instagram post it's like covid19 advisory this may contain misinformation we don't really know we're not gonna take it down though yeah i I'm so sick of misinformation. I wish that there was a way to squash it that was more effective that also didn't suppress voices out there It is in wild a bad way. <laughs> since we are just in this time of the... We're in the ultimate time of the voice. Yeah. More people have had a way to communicate their voice to the majority of the world than has ever existed. And it's really great but at the same time it comes with these really <laughs> shitty consequences because you have yeah. people that like how do you de-platform a huge podcaster like that and yeah. 
not get backlash. I mean, of course, Spotify, of, they're putting money in front of everything. So they don't want to take Joe Rogan down because, you know, they they paid him billions of dollars yeah. to have his podcast exclusively on Spotify. So I just, it it's such a conflicting thing. Like, part of me wants to say that there needs to be stricter ways that audio can be I'm just trying to be so careful with my fucking words here because we are a podcast, but like, you know, I wish there was a line that was clear that could say like, this isn't right. So we're taking it down. But then, I mean, every podcast, nearly every podcast has just sprinklings of opinion in it. So if somebody didn't like the fact that we said something like, or the arcane show was cool. They'd be like, no, it's not. And they'll take us down for misinformation. Yeah. Like it's, there's a line that I don't know where it is. And Spotify and Joe Rogan are both dancing on it. It makes me upset because it's like, I feel like if you're going, this is probably wrong, but if you're going to Joe Rogan's podcast, I feel like, you know, what is being said and you're just choosing to go there and listen. (laughs) That's like, you're thinking about that in the way of like, our friend circle would think about Joe Rogan, you know, like he was funny once upon a time and like fear factor was cool, but now, wow, he's just like spreading all this bullshit. So like, maybe I'll go listen to the podcast knowing that like, maybe he's got a fun guest on that you want to listen to, but Joe Rogan himself is fucking crazy and just a piece of bullshit. I guess my thing is I'm thinking you're assuming that everyone is rational (laughs) <laughs> and that yeah, everyone will... that's what i'm trying to say like am i trying to think that everyone's critically thinking enough about the media that they're looking at to to go well i'm not just going to assume there's no media that i go to that i just assume is flat out correct i always compare it to other sources yeah i will not go to one place and assume you are giving me the full correct thing but that's not how a lot of people consume their media like they'll go to one news source and be like this is the truth and, and that is something that, that I don't get or yeah. that I haven't seen enough. And I think that's why I have a hard time coming to terms with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would say, would you say that's a younger generation thing? Or do you think younger is more apt to be critical? I don't know if it's a generational thing or not. I, I mean, personally, I know a lot of older people that have a singular news source that they get their stuff from because that generation was, I guess, more raised on like, you have these channels on your television, you have channel four, channel 11 and channel whatever. And like you choose one and that's where you get your news. Cause those newscasters and, are familiar. And why would they lie to you? Yeah. Why would they lie to you? They're your best friends. They've been coming to you in yeah. their, in your living room for the last 30 years. But like, I guess for younger generations, we have things that are more accessible on our phones, you know, like, Again, I hate to divide it generally, generationally because I know that there are older people out there who have the critical thinking skills to go to, like, CNN and Fox and Twitter if you want and, like, independent news sources, the AP. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have like, a concrete thought on this other than it sucks. Well, yeah, it's just hard because, I mean, that's like trying to tell somebody how to live. Hey, you should you should not go to one place. Well, you know what? Yeah. That's, that's their choice. I mean... If you want to go to one place, that's fine. And some people will dig in their heels and be like, why should I not get my news from this source? Do you not like this news source? Why don't you like it? Maybe you're wrong. Exactly. Like, I just want to know when we got to the point 
where there was no middle ground anymore. It's uh, either you're right or you're wrong. <laughs> I can pinpoint it for you. It was the election cycle of 2016. I well, feel like, that's where why is there no split. common ground? There is no, there's no like, okay, I still agree with my side, but I see that you have a couple good points. Yeah. I don't fully support your side, but I can agree to some of that. Yeah, people stopped listening to reason lately. Yeah, there's I, no like concession. There's, there's like no either you're 100% here or 0% here. It you're is with the us hardest or against line. us. Yeah. Yeah. Because I tend to think of myself kind of a down the middle. Like I can see both sides. I might I might lean 60-70% towards the side. Yeah. But I I mean, I just can't imagine being like no, 100% this is the only way life exists. See, I, I used here. to consider myself kind of a down-the-middle type of person. Like, I I was, like, neither here nor there on politics and shit. But now, in the age that we live in, I'm finding myself, like, leaning further and further in the direction that feels better for my soul. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like you said, it's, you're with us or you're against us. And if if I don't obviously identify myself with what I feel is the correct side then suddenly I'm on the slippery slope of becoming a Holocaust denier or some crazy shit like that. So yeah, it just, there's so much, so much information to be had out there these days. And I feel like it's only going to get worse. Like I, I'm trying to find yeah the route where it will, will get better. But I think as long as social media exists, misinformation is going to keep on getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, I feel like that's almost what social media thrives upon. Yeah, it's clickbait, right? Misinformation to then, I don't know, either draw you in or to spark you to keep coming back to try to defy it and fight against it. You it's know? hate clicks, and that's what Joe Rogan gets is hate clicks, you know? Yeah. People are like, what the fuck is he on about now? And he'll, they'll listen to another goddamn episode. He makes another fucking dollar off of, the, off of you doing that. That's like the whole when they were burning Harry Potter books. And it's like, yeah, we yes. burned all his books. You bought all of them, <laughs> you though. You bought them. You, you just paid a shit ton of money. Yeah. You burning it now doesn't change the fact that money's already changed hands. You know? Yep. Same thing with this. Once you give the click, I mean, you've already given Spotify the view, the like, the whatever it is that makes it more money. The number, know? the stats. You're in there. You're logged. That's a, that's a tricky one. Do you want to take a, a break to breathe? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> How many exorcists are there? I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I know of three for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's a fourth one. I want to look now. Like, Exorcist. there's just too many of all these. There's six. Oh, see? Fuck, dude. I love how yeah. they don't, they can't ever agree on like a naming convention either. We have the Exorcist, the Exorcist 2, the Heretic, the Ninth Configuration, followed by well, the Exorcist 3, then the Exorcist the Beginning. Like. Well, that's the problem with horror movies. This is a very niche Yimtope topic <laughs> for our, for our pre-ramble here. But yeah. that is the problem with horror movies. They aren't, they aren't to be taken seriously. So it's almost like it doesn't matter because horror movies are typically everybody's foray into film. Yeah. You know, we had just discussed, I think when we did Sea of Solitude, Ismail brought up how the fish thing looked like a critter. Yes. 
And Leonardo DiCaprio started out in that movie. So strange. Jennifer Aniston's first movie was Leprechaun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica Biel, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. You know, like, horror is so... It's because it's so cheap to make, because you don't really do much with it. Yeah. But it can just, like, send you into next-level acting. Like, horror is the backbone of cinema. It I've makes always... all the money, Yeah, finds all the people... But nobody respects it, you know? I don't know why that is. Like, comedy is such an upheld genre of movie, and I feel like comedy is one of the worst there is out there. But everybody goes to see comedy movies. Like, you can get three of them in the it's same vein. It's just because you feel good. Oh, it's happy. But, like, do you feel good when you watch Paul Blart Mall Cop? Like, is that a... I mean, I did. <laughs> Folks, if you enjoyed that bit of the preamble, you can find yourself the entire bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com backslash YMBTOAP. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. And that's where you sign up to be a patron. We love our patrons so much. They are the drum beats that we use to lay down these sick guitar riffs to the guitar riffs are our voices. Uh, if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can go and get yourself some Yimto gear over at the Yimto Apparel store. It's going to be very, very, very cold soon. Why don't you wear a tank top underneath a t-shirt, underneath a zip-up jacket, underneath a hoodie, and then maybe slap a mask or two on top of that and hold a nice little coffee mug. I want to know when we're going to make the Yimtope comfy. Oh, my God. <laughs> those, like, those giant hoodies with the fleece inside of them. Yeah, that's what it's I'm like waiting on. Basically a blanket. Yeah, maybe that's next for us. Um, the link to our shop lives in the show notes. If you want something, go ahead and get in there. So, again, thank you so much to all of our, all of our supporters. We love you, and we think that you are the best. And all I want to do is hug you. Now back to your regularly scheduled content. I want to tell you about something. Tell me about it. Stood. So, in our ender last time... If you don't know, we're like a regular Marvel Cinematic Universe thing here, and uh, you always got to stick around to the end, okay? That's where all the important <laughs> bits are. Um, but I was heading out the door because I was going to go pick up Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes. Arceus, whatever you want to call it, right? Okay, I was going to ask if we landed on a, a pronunciation yet. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's both. Okay. Um, Arceus. I like Ar Arceus. I think that's how I started saying it, but Arceus made more sense for some reason. Like when I heard somebody say that and I was like, yeah, that works. Arceus. There's a Pokemon YouTuber that I watch. He calls him Arcus. Arcus. It's some like, some like inside joke that happened years ago and it, he's just never let that go. So I watched him playing it and he was all <laughs> like, ah, Pokemon Legends Arcus. He's got some funny stuff on there. Should be Pokemon um, Legends Articuno. Uh, actually, that may happen. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, well, we'll get into that. But, uh, so I went and picked it up. Um, and then I hung out with you in person over the weekend. Yes, indeed. And had still not touched it. Still? Because I was like, I don't, yeah. So, like, I came to see you and I bought it, had it for like a day, never touched it, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And I was like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Because I haven't played a Pokemon game since, like, Silver and Gold, which is, like, I love like that you, like, bought it. You bought it with, like, no intention to play it. You were well, like, I might get around to it. So, so here's the thing. I'd seen stuff about it plenty before it came out. 
Yeah. And was never interested because it's a lot of new Pokemon. I just wasn't sure. And then I saw kind of like more of a deep dive of it, like the week before it came out. Yeah. And something about it, I was like, that's kind of cool. Like that I'm actually into. I was like, do I want this game? Like, am I actually going to get a new Pokemon game and play it? Because I bought X and Y when they came out and played them for like an hour and was like, I hate new Pokemon. <laughs> I've been I've been given Sword and Shield to play. Still not really tried it, right? Yeah. I just don't like new Pokemon. It's weird. I just, I'm just not into it. I haven't played it in, in like 20 years. As, as much as I love Pokemon, my Pokemon was like 20 years ago. It's like red and blue, right? Okay. Uh, Pokemon Silver. Silver and Gold were the last ones I bought and played. They came out in, yeah, like 2000. Yeah, so it's been like 22 years since I have like fully played a Pokemon game from start to finish. Good God. Wow, that's a lot of stuff I've missed out on. Like I've always known about it and I've had a lot of them, but just could never get into the new stuff. Yeah. And so I decided to sit down and play it. I started playing it and I was falling asleep big time, man. Because it was like a lot of heavy tutorial stuff at the beginning. Okay. Wasn't keeping you awake. Oh my God. I was literally falling asleep playing it. And I was like, no, I have to get through the tutorial and like see the real game. Right? Yeah. And I finally like get through the through the tutorial and I kind of wake up. It's like, oh, okay, this is fun. Start playing it. Um, I am fully addicted to this game. Like, you're in it now. This game fucking rules. Okay. And I've been watching all, not like reviews, but just people kind of talking about it. Yeah. There are tons of people that feel like me. There there are, like, a whole section of, like, Generation 1 Pokemon fans. Oh, man. That are like, this game brought me back. Because it's the game we wanted when when red and gold or when red and blue came out yeah i remember playing red blue and yellow and being like man i wish there was like an open world one where i could just walk around and it wasn't just like oh step in the grass and they'll pop out like i could like chase a pokemon down or like do this and this is that game well hell yeah it is the game that i envisioned when i was eight years old all right so it's what you wanted all along now, my one problem would be it has, like, new Pokemon in it, and I just don't know them, you know? <laughs> okay. Like, I don't have an affinity for anybody but the 151, you know? So are you are you catching the new Pokemon, though? Like, are you making time for them? Oh, I mean, I have to. That's okay. the game. So, I know you've never played Pokemon. Right. But the whole point of it is you, you catch them, but then you just go to the gym battles and win your way through, like, tournaments to be the best. And that's okay. it. Okay. Yep. Even though at the beginning they go, oh, here's a Pokedex. Fill out this encyclopedia of every Pokemon that exists. That is not the premise of the game. Okay. This game has none of the gyms, none of the battles. There are battles, but they're not the point. It's literally you building the encyclopedia. So So, it sounds more like Pokemon Snap than regular Pokemon, right? I've heard that as well. Some people were saying it's... it's, uh, Skyrim meets Pokemon Snap meets Breath of the Wild. All right. 
I mean, I have to catch the new ones because I got to fill out the Pokedex, you know? Yeah. And that helps raise my status and my rank and all that stuff. But, of course, my, my team's going to be all Generation 1 Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to keep any of these weird ones. I might keep my new Owl. He's cool. It is surprisingly fun. Well, good. And I just find it interesting that a lot of people have had my mindset on it where they're like, I've been out of the game for like 10 years. Yeah. But this has brought me back. But you're also getting the opposite. There's people that are like hardcore, never stopped. They hate this game. Oh. <laughs> like they think it's the worst because they are used to the old way. Yeah. So they're not like willing to budge. Kind of. And it made me start thinking about like traditions in gaming, I guess. Okay. Like... Like, we know what Pokemon is. It's yeah. two games come out, you battle eight gyms, that's it. I mean, that's the game. It's, so, that, it's, it's, it's that same game every time. Did they have two versions of this one? No. They should have. It should have been Arceus and Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. This game has outsold several of the duos for the past ten years. Like, combined? Yeah. Wow. So, I think we had discussed that before, the idea that maybe they don't need to have the two-game setup anymore. Yeah. But it does help their numbers, because when you buy Pokemon Gold, you're going to buy Silver, so now you've bought two games, and now their numbers go up, right? Yeah. This outsold the remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl that just came out. That's ridiculous. It has outsold games that had two numbers to like inflate what what has been sold yeah that's wild and it's making like a really big wave and i'm about it and i was thinking about it because i kind of felt that way when the new god of war was coming out like i knew what god of war was and then this one was going to come out and it was going to change it it was going to be different yeah and i almost prefer the new one okay i think it's better than the old one because it's an evolution it has yeah evolved past what it was right like it's not staying stagnant the game is you know changing to but keep that's up what with new gaming audiences. is though gaming yeah. is a lot of this game works this way and we <laughs> will just tweak it a little bit with each subsequent one yeah that's very true like i mean every single mario game yeah it's all we'll the make same those elements better but we won't change the elements yeah you know? because like like you said before, when they were redoing God of War, they stripped everything away and they were like, what makes God of War God of War? And they had these like five things on the whiteboard and like, yeah. this is what the new game will have. I don't miss having gym battles. I'm not looking like I literally have just. <laughs> I watched this guy play it on YouTube and he's like halfway through the game and his Pokemon are like level 30 because he's uh, cataloged so much stuff. Right. Yeah. Minor at level 30, and I'm still in the first area. Oh, my God. Because I've been cataloging <laughs> so much stuff. You're way overleveled. But that's what I want to do. Like, I want to I do the Pokedex. Like, I'm not worried about <laughs> going to do the battles, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm here to catch them and rise up through the ranks. And it's a really weird premise. I want to know what you think about it. Do you have to fight? I, I just have a quick yes. question. Like, you have to, like, have your Pokemon fight? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like, fights will happen. Because I, 
I was starting to get interested in this game. Like, I might play it, but I don't want to make them fight. It's a very small thing. And why not? That's what they do. It's mean. You give them a little ball, and then you're like, get out here and beat up another one of your kind, and then get back on that fucking ball. That's what they do, though. I don't like it. It's very dogfight to me. So, there's some of the Pokemon you can't catch unless you start a battle with them. Okay. But so while I was watching the guy play, I realized he's thinking about it in the traditional Pokemon sense. Usually to catch a Pokemon, you have to get their health bar down to like the red, like really low, which makes it easier to catch. Yeah, wear them down. I usually just start the battle and then they become distracted from me and I catch them like first thing. I never like go through the motions of battling. Okay. I initiate the battle and then I just fucking catch them. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think that I would have to whittle them down like in the old game because it didn't say I had to do that. It, it said they just need to become distracted. But he was still playing it in the traditional style. Okay. You know? Okay. To speak to your point, one of the things in the encyclopedia is just defeating a bunch of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I have gone out there and just been like, there's a Psyduck. Go fucking kill it. And then I kill it <laughs> and then I move on. That's so sad. I mean, so Pokemon don't die. They faint. They just go, oh, I've been I've been hit. And then they, they, like, collapse and they get up later and then they're fine. So they're all okay. I guess. I mean, if you got punched until you passed out and then woke up later in a ditch somewhere, you'd be like, you know, a little hurt about this, it. This isn't fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. And I think you might like some of the things in it. Um, I guess one of the Pokemon is, like... So this is just the first area. I don't think this is big spoilers. It's been in all the trailers and stuff. Okay. But, like, there's two different clans, and they worship God because there's a Pokemon that, like, created the world. Right. Which is Arceus or whatever. Okay. So he's, like, God. And these these two groups worship him in different ways. So one worships him in... Like a time respect. They see him as like the master of time and progressing things forward and stuff. And then this other group sees him as like the lord of like space. Okay. So like they've like split space and time and they see him as like the ruler of of like of like space and creation giving us a place to live and stuff. Yeah. So some some people see it as giving us time to evolve and some see it as giving us a, a space to live. And these two, like, religious-type factions are, like, against each other. Hmm. And they kind of have us as, like, a middleman trying to, like, stop kind of, like, a war that they may start with each other. Why are they starting a war over a Pokemon? Come on. Well, it's God. <laughs> like, like we start battles over God in real life. Yeah, I guess so. Like, they have different views of one God, and they don't like how the other thinks about it. Man. Like, it's... Because they've never seen him. He's not, like, a thing they've seen. Like, we don't know what he is. Okay. Like, like he's, he's like, legit god to them. Does he have a couple of evolutions? I'm trying to find, like, a definitive image here on Google, and there's so many different kinds. No. So, legendary ones don't evolve. Okay. Uh, he, he, he should just be white, I think. There's this one where he's, like, a deer with, like, a big gold spiky hula hoop, and there's more where he's, like, wearing yeah. a robe, and he looks real comfy. It's supposed to just be this one. This is the only way I've ever seen him. But it's also a newer Pokemon, so I don't know too much or care. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a deer with a gold hula hoop. Yeah. So 
this is like their god. I think okay. you might be seeing a mega evolution, but that's a whole thing I don't care about either. <laughs> okay. So yeah, there's like this whole like religious faction thing going on. That's interesting. And the whole premise of the game is, I guess this thing brought me from the future. You're actually from the future. And you get dropped into like feudal Japan Pokemon land. Oh, cool. Because like you have a cell phone. And they're like, what is that? Why do you have this? Like, you show up in, like, a t-shirt and jeans, and they're like, what are you wearing, you, you, you weirdo? You need, like, robes. <laughs> and so they give you, like, clothes of the time. Okay. It's it's a weird story so far, but it's just fucking fun. I'm That's out there good. hiding in the grass, catching the Pokemon, slapping Psyducks in the face. Good time. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. But because you said something about Pokemon Legends Articuno, uh-huh. there's talk of keeping this as a whole sideline of Pokemon games. Like a lot of different Legends games? Yeah, there'll be the Pokemon Legends series. And so it'll be like a different Pokemon Legends game for each uh, land that Pokemon has gone to. Okay. So like the first generation was Kanto. And then the second one was Johto, and then there was Sinnoh, and then whatever else the names are of the different places. Hmm. So there may be, like, a Pokemon Legends in the red and blue area. All which right. Which would make me complete. Yeah, that would be, like, all of our generation Pokemon, right? Yeah. That would be fucking cool. And then I would never have to play another game ever. Like, ah. I still, I still replay red and blue today. Man. <laughs> and if I had this, but for red and blue, I'd never need another Pokemon game. I'd be set. I'm looking at Pokemon cards right now. They sure do look different these days. Oh, yeah. They're a lot more fancy. Like, the whole card is the art now. There's no little box. Oh, yeah. Fucking wild. Dude, Just... holographics today are amazing. I wish... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pokemon cards. I wish I could collect them again, you know, but, you know, there's like, the whole thing right now with Pokemon cards. Yeah, what, like like this one on the left. I just sent you a picture in the Discord. Yeah. Look at how fancy that looks. Look at how cool those are. Like, what are these? The only thing I have that's even remotely like that would be my Mew one from the first movie. Yeah, like Egyptian Mew, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Egyptian Mew's fucking cool. I have three of those. And now they're all like that. What the hell? That was like such, like, that was the card to have because it was so unique. Egyptian. Yeah, there yep. he is. Look, Look at, at it, dude. Fucking amazing. That card's the shit. Yeah, truly. Yeah, and then I guess there's ones like this now. So I just typed in Mew card, and then I guess it went from that to this. Whoa. Which pretty. Which is a pretty card, but it's, it. you're right, it's a very different style. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to read the words for the attacks on here. Yeah, but if like you're collecting them just the for the art, like I used to, you know, why not? Yeah. We're pretty. Um, can I give you my one failing as a Pokemon person? Sure. I've never had a complete collection, ever. Like, I never a complete Pokedex? Never a complete Pokedex in any game. I never got it in the Pokemon cards when I was doing that. I've never had a complete collection before ever I, 
that's kind of a hard thing to do, though, right? Like, I feel like it's not easy. I mean, it, in the games, it's pretty easy. People, I mean, people do it all the time. Okay. I've just, I guess I've never just given my myself the time, you know? Okay. Plus, you are had you, to, like, trade with your friends and get them from yeah. other games and stuff, and I guess I are just never did it. Are you going to do it in Arceus? 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 I thought about it, but I don't, but I want, like, the original. Like, my dream has been to do it on my yellow cartridge. Like, okay. <laughs> Pokemon Yellow, the, like, epitome of Generation 1. I want to get all the Pokemon in yellow. Yeah. And I, like, dream of doing it, and then I'm like... How am I going to trade to my fucking yellow Game Boy game today? Who the fuck is going to trade with me? <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, that's, this is going to be hard. It's pretty niche at this point. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. But I would love to have my Pokemon Yellow be the 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 one that the I've done. The very best. On. Yeah. If anybody out there wants to trade Pokemon with Robert, let us know. <laughs> Please. Um, there's more big gaming news. <laughs> have you Have you heard the word? I did hear the word. Okay. People be buying stuff. <laughs> that's, the, yes. that's the general consensus of the year so far. So Sony bought Bungie, which sounds, I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings on this one. I don't have as many feelings about this as I do about Blizzard because, of course, I am, like, super into all the Blizzard games. Bungie games. So Bungie is known for being, like, the creator of Halo back when Halo was first a thing. They Yeah. They did Halo a long time ago, and then Microsoft took over Halo, so they don't have Halo anymore. But they, what they do develop is Destiny, and that's like their big property right now. Kind of. Yes. Is it their only property? Pretty much. That's yeah. like That's like their thing. They are working on other things, but this is, this is it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think they really do anything else. But um, so the deal is valued at three point six billion dollars, which feels like a lot for one property. Like, that's a high number for just one game. Well, not one game, but, like... One developer. Yeah. One developer, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see where this is going to go. So, Bungie is going to be an independent subsidiary of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Yes. Um, their plan is to continue to release multi-platform games going forward. So, Bungie's going to have the option to self-publish and, quote-unquote, reach players wherever they choose to play. So quote from CEO Jim Ryan he thinks that buying Bungie is going to give Sony access to a much wider audience which I mean much wider how many players does Destiny have it's is it bigger astronomical. than I thought oh Destiny's one of the biggest games on the planet because I like Still. I know that the servers were always really full back when I played but oh dude Destiny 2 has not waned at all it has still it is like still getting bigger Okay, so... Destiny 2 is a little too big. How many active players is Destiny 2? Okay, so the Destiny 2 player count was 1.1 million as of the time of writing this article in September 2021. Like, it's still massive. It still pulls in, like, a lot of money because its it's microtransaction market is still, like, hopping. People buy them costumes up like crazy. Okay, and then they do those giant expansions, like there's one that's coming out this month. Yeah. The, like, witch thing or whatever. Yeah, the witch queen. Those expansions go, like, 50 bucks a piece. Yeah, I mean, it's still a good property. Of course, it's popular, and people like it, and it continues to come out. I'm just wondering, like, is $3.6 worth it? That seems like a lot. 
Well, so I know that the idea. Okay, so I mean, I saw some extra stuff. So the idea is, well, one, they're going to be their own thing. So yeah. they can still release it multi-platform and all that stuff, and Sony just gets money. So Sony will make money from you playing it on Xbox. Yeah. So really, this is like, Sony doesn't really have any uh, games as a service type stuff. Right. So they were kind of trying to get one to have constant revenue that's always coming in. Okay. So this is not so much as like having a big property as having a constant cash flow. Okay. Like, so they just want like something that they can that. depend on, basically. Like, here's a, a dependable workhorse that we can count on for a million yeah. players. Because Sony's games cost a fuck ton because they make the giant AAA narrative games, and those cost so fucking much. Think about, like, Last of Us Part Two, yeah. or God of War. They run into the 100 to 200 million to make. Games are only getting more expensive to make, but if you're going to buy it once, it's starting to not add up, you know? So if we have a games as a service on the side, that helps fund the narrative stuff that, that everybody's wanting from us. Right. You know, plus they're looking to leverage their knowledge of multiplayer space because I have let it be known many times before and i will rank it yet again okay you want to play multiplayer you go to xbox they know how to do that yeah if you want single player you go to playstation they know how to do that they're hoping that bungie will kind of introduce a better multiplayer space for them okay because it's because they don't have that yeah i mean who's going to playstation to fucking play multiplayer not a lot of people nobody like, you're going there for God of War or Uncharted or something that you're sitting down alone to play. Okay. You know? And then you're going to Microsoft for Halo or a multiplayer thing, you know? Yeah. That's that's typically what, what the two of them do well, you know? Right. And because Sony is, has now started their, like, TV film thing, we might get movies and TV shows of... Destiny. That would be cool. I would love to see a Destiny movie or TV show. That's the other thought, that now that they own that property, they can leverage their new like PlayStation Studios to make other content, other revenue streams from the properties that they already have, like that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I... Man, that world is gorgeous, and it deserves, like, an in-depth tv show or something kind of like arcane is getting right now i think yeah. that something in that effect but destiny would be very very cool i just and I think mean they just had that halo trailer for the halo show the, the other halo day. is not part of this like halo is going to be no 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 no. but but like microsoft has a show of one of their things coming out like okay. everybody's starting to make another form <laughs> of media from their stuff yeah yeah you know because you know the last of us tv show is coming out too Right, that is coming out soon. HBO, yeah. right? Yeah, so... And Uncharted's getting a movie. Like, there's... There's PlayStation's, everywhere. PlayStation's the one really pushing for that. Like, they develop... Like, they made a whole branch of the Sony company that is nothing but turning their video games into movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why they're Sony Interactive Entertainment. They're focusing on different... Yeah. Different things other than video games. It just... It, the, the price tag is what shocked me most about this one because for kind of a smaller property... 
I guess they must have a bigger vision than I have right now. Well, it's been said that whatever they have on the back burner is supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Like, Bungie's working on something that they haven't discussed, and so Sony wants to make the money from it, you know? Well, Bungie, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, Yeah. Did you know Bungie's got, like, a pretty checkered past as well? I don't know anything about most studios. Oh, boy. Bungie is... Except for Naughty Dog. That's about it. Bungie is troubled, my dude. So, like, back in September 2021, Bungie was, like, talking about how they want to push back on toxic work culture. And their CEO, his name is Pete Parsons, which is great. I love the alliteration. Pete Parsons. They unveiled a bunch of, like, new initiatives in an effort to recognize our shortcomings. So they, at that time, hired a diversity and inclusion director, which, my God, why are companies just now, just now, hiring diversity and inclusion directors? I feel like that's happening across the board now. People are being like, oh, yeah, we should make that, like, a thing. Well, I just think it's weird that there has to be a job for that. I know. Like, like yeah. hey, can you make sure... That we're not racist. Thank yeah. you. So they did that. They updated their hiring practices, improved training and tools. Uh, they just now started to allow anonymous HR reporting just now. <laughs> and they also ended uh, forced arbitration, which is what Blizzard just did after, okay. you know, their whole debacle. Yeah. Um, I was reading this IGN article and it's really illuminating. Uh, there's this one guy that works there that, they, it was described by an anonymous source. Um, they called him a sexist nightmare. <laughs> God. Yeah, they said he would yell in meetings, uh, throw papers across the table, which I, I'm trying to imagine being in a work environment where a boss threw something. I think I would have quit immediately. Like, oh, that... I've totally worked in that before. Oh, my God. I could never. And I would just be like, cool. Um, so a bunch of employees... Uh, talked to IGN and they were like yeah this guy fucking sucks apparently he would rewrite things while people were on their way to voice recording sessions for games and oh wouldn't God. tell the writers so the writers don't learn until after their voice lines have already been recorded that they this guy changed everything that they just did okay. and when people were like maybe you shouldn't do that he said you guys need thicker skins you need to learn how to take criticism okay criticism <laughs> is telling me maybe you should change it you yeah. take an action. That's not criticism. Yeah. He called one woman on the team. I I hate this phrase. Uh, he said she's an unmanageable bitch. Okay. Terrible. Um, somebody else said that he was literally the worst person I've ever worked for. Sounds like it. Yeah. And there's another guy that they're talking about in here who complained all the time about reverse sexism, which like, oh my goodness, is somebody, is somebody making it tough for you to be a man? Oh, <laughs> It must be bad. It hey, must, don't touch it, my man baby toys, okay? It must feel so bad to have your gender used against you. I can't imagine. Uh, there were also, like, multiple occasions about homophobic remarks being made to queer colleagues. Uh, it's a bad culture at this company. They also have a huge problem with crunch. So there's the narrative team on Destiny who worked up to 100-hour work weeks during some of the expansions, frequently with no breaks in their sessions. Like... What the fuck? <laughs> it's just so bad how that is so like, yep, that's pretty normal. Yeah, like uh, crunch is across, just the like, thing. Every game studio though. Yeah, and uh there were other sources that said like it's 
just part of a growing studio practice where we're just going to do crunch. And if we can't do crunch, then we're just going to cut the features. We won't have you guys work on them over a longer time. We just, we're going to do it now. We're not at all. So they feel they're being like backed into a corner about it, especially after. So do you remember the destiny Two expansion, uh, curse of Osiris? It was one of the first DLCs that they had. Yeah. And the, um, there were a few women who worked on the story and of, <laughs> of all the people to single out, of course they singled out the women and where did they do it on Reddit where women are just, you know, nothing, not allowed, not allowed. Um, so there was like this, this big movement on Reddit where they were just like harassing these women, just spewing bad things. Uh, there were death threats and Bungie didn't do shit. They, like all the women that were, um, you know, victims of this, they didn't yeah. get any support from inside the studio. They didn't get any support from the community team. Um, there are people within the studio that would, like, take those Reddit comments and, like, bring it into work meetings and be like, this is why this woman shouldn't work for us. Like, use it against them. Like, people within the company using people, people's Reddit comments against you like imagine being in that situation where somebody says some shit about you online and your boss is like hey i think this is probably true and i don't think you should work here anymore like that that's kind of the culture that bungie is dealing with and i mean it's not unique in the games industry this is just kind of -of run-of-the-mill shit unfortunately just another (laughs) example yeah, but I'm really curious how Sony's going to deal with it or if they're even going to say anything about it because I've seen nothing about it at well, all in the talks of I this deal. I think you answered it already. I'm just going to sweep it under the rug? Well, it said they're still going to be their own independent studio. They're not, yeah. they're not our problem. Right. So it. That's, that's what I hear from that statement. They're still going to be like their own independent silo of bullshit where, you know crazy things go on and you you don't have any resolution from it i think that it's a great idea when an acquisition like this happens to just like break down the culture where you can which is what i'm excited for in the activision blizzard acquisition at microsoft because microsoft has adamantly said like we're going to bust this up it's going to be not a thing after we're done with them and i really hope they you know keep at that and make good on their promises but i want to see that happen too here with bungie and sony i really want them to dive in and be like you guys can't do this anymore and just pick apart all the problems and kind of fix it i would think that a studio with such you know cash resources as sony they don't have enormous stocks but they've got better than what bungie is currently dealing with so why not just give them more time and more money and more employees to craft things the way that they need to be crafted instead of having four employees work a hundred hours, have a hundred employees work four hours, you know? I have a feeling that's kind of maybe the idea with like the movie and TV side of it. Hey, use, use what, use what you've already made to just make money. Like a different part of the company will make money from what you've already done. Yeah. And that funnels back, you know? I mean, that could be a thing, but I was going to say, you're going to think that they might step in when we just had the PlayStation dude that we just caught trying oh to get God. a 15-year-old. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's, not. <laughs> that's still not old. Yeah. That's a thing that just happened. I wish video games was a better industry. I don't know if it's because it's so new that they're still figuring shit out. And I, it, I, well, 
No. I mean, you wish... I don't think you wish video games was a better industry. You wish people were better. Because yeah, I do. <laughs> it's like that everywhere. Yeah. We just... We're still in the middle of, like, Harvey Weinstein movie movie stuff, you know? Yeah. That's still a whole thing. Like, it might be a little old sounding now, but that's still repercussions we're dealing with. Movies yeah. are still bad. Making TV shows is still bad. Right. Because, uh, you know, Ellen is finally done, right? Yes, finally. The Ellen show is, like, over. Like, it is ending. Drag her ass down for a very long time before she was ready to quit i guess i don't even think it's a simple thing of that industry it's just i i think we are i think we said it before when you get people in power when you give people an inch they take a mile and yeah a lot of these people are getting into these positions of money and power and it's bringing out the worst yeah I look at fucking joe rogan i mean to tie it all back together in a big stupid bow yeah, that's like, he's got enough money to just like do whatever the fuck he wants, and a platform like Spotify isn't going to take him down. Yeah, like, like we wish people were better. We wish people were better. It feels like no matter where you look, there's another bad one. Yeah, just you know, being swept under the rug. Yeah, I maybe knew some of the bungee stuff, but I definitely didn't know that much. Yeah, but you're also 100% correct. The only thing, the only reason the Microsoft one was so big. Aside from the cash money that went into it was because we've had like six, seven months of blizzard controversy. Yeah. We're not looking at Bungie right now. So they're just like, cool. No one's looking. Yeah, basically. The lens has been on blizzard for so long. Like everyone's looking in this Petri dish. Yep. And this Petri dish is doing its own thing, but we're focused here still. So we're like, all right, just move that sample. Go. You know? Right. Right. It's just not in the limelight as much, and it probably won't be, honestly, because Blizzard's too big of a fire right now. Yeah. Which is another problem. Sometimes we overlook an equal problem just because it's not in the limelight of the moment. If the grocery store is on fire, you don't notice the drug deal happening in the back of it. Yeah. So that is interesting. But I will cap this off with one more thing that I saw. Okay. I keep seeing the dumbest fucking videos and comments about both of these acquisitions. Okay. (laughs) And it's because people are going like, have you noticed all the PlayStation stuff, Spyro and Crash, are going to Microsoft. And now the people that made Halo, Bungie, are being bought by PlayStation. Dogs and cats living in the streets together. And I keep seeing all this shit about it, and it's like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I don't care that it sticks with one person forever. Like I just said with Pokemon, I think we need change. (laughs) Maybe Blizzard needs Microsoft to come in and, you know, for for what we said, change the culture. Maybe not the games or whatever, but maybe Bungie, hopefully not in, you know, the business practices they do, but they can teach PlayStation how to be a better company towards their consumers you know yeah i'm all game for change i don't care where it comes from as long as it's a good change you know people are a little too precious with their properties sometimes you know i guess i thought i was one of those like i really thought i was like a traditional like 
I want this to be like, ooh, the same voice actors and all the same, you know, give me that nostalgic, it's what I'm used to, right? Yeah. I think I want change. Just change it all up. Mix it up. I don't care. <laughs> as long as it's still good. Yeah. I guess I'll give you one more cap. Okay. This one, we can't go anywhere with, but I'll just throw the seeds in in the pot. Okay? Okay. Uh, the... Federal Trade Commission is finally starting to look into the Microsoft Blizzard acquisition. Okay. Like we're saying, with them buying them, it wasn't going to happen until 2023. Yeah, so, there's like, still it's plenty not of time. Done. So they're looking I- into the deal. That doesn't mean it's going to be bad or good for what happens. Yeah, but, I, I mean, they just have to kind of look at it because it's so fucking big. Yeah, but of course, now that they're looking... Every headline is, deal halted, everything's over, it's ruined, they're stopping the deal. No, they're starting to look. So I'm just saying, they're they're actually starting to like look into the mechanics of how this works. But they did say, as well, they're not going to have the judicial side look into it, which is a common thing they do to stop monopolies. Oh, okay. So it Weird. sounds like... It's all for show, like, oh, yeah, we're going to maybe think about stopping this monopoly, but we're taking out the part that really does it. Yeah. So I don't understand that part either, you know? Yeah, I'm... Everything's shady. It is. But, again, as with all this, we just got to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to shake out in the wash, I think. Uh, There's... There's plenty of time for both of these deals still. I don't know when this one's going to be finalized. I Probably a lot sooner than the Blizzard one because it's so much smaller, but yeah. it'll be less complicated and probably happen pretty soon. But as you know, if if there's any big things, we will keep an eye on it for you and inform you. And if you like video game news and stuff like this or movie news, like we're, if you want to hear more about like perhaps future shows that might be made of Bungie products... Uh, the Friday Roundup is a good place to get that. That's part of our Patreon uh, zeitgeist here. So just yeah. FYI for, for you folks that aren't in it yet. Every week we hit a couple big high profile things. Give a couple quick thoughts if it's a smaller one. But if it warrants a deeper dive, sometimes it transitions over into a full next episode. Kind of yeah. like the Activision Blizzard one did for us. So Yeah, but I've been uh, doing little quick hits on Blizzard since June and it just didn't yeah. stop. <laughs> Don't stop till you get enough. All right. Are you ready to uh, prep for this winter storm? Because I just saw a thing on the on my computer say winter storm happening now. Yeah, I'm. are we going to go batten down the hatches? All right, guys. Don't forget to tell your friends about us and help us grow this lovely audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss a gosh dang episode. Because we're there every week on Mondays. Yimtope Mondays. Put it on your calendar. If you like that, you like always having us around, uh, going on almost three years without a missed Monday. I know. Blows my mind a little bit. But uh, if you like that, go out there to your favorite platform. Give us a rate and review. Apple Podcasts being the top one would be most appreciated, but wherever you can, helps us out, man. While you're out there on the internet, don't forget that you can find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. What do you guys want to see on Twitch this month? We're open to suggestions. What do you want? Let us know. And thank you, of course, to our patrons for supporting us. We love the patrons. You guys are the best. You guys are the bomb. You guys rule. 
Don't forget that you can email us, ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. What do you think about the acquisitions that are happening? Um, do you hope the groundhog sees a shadow? Do you want to put a little mask on the groundhog so he's safe from COVID? <laughs> I don't know. Leave the groundhog alone, guys. Leave him alone. He's trying Leave his alone. hardest. Leave him alone. Leave Poxitani alone. <laughs> And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. Go show him all kinds of love. He's amazing. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is Microsoft going to buy Sony? Is Sony going to buy Microsoft? sound we wanted you to hear. And this isn't about Joe Rogan as much as it is. Oh, hang on. I'm guessing Taylor just came in. Go think about it. Go think about it. Go away. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Joe Rogan. <laughs>